Hello world, this is the Brother to Brother Show. I'm your host, K-Mo. Thank you for taking this journey with us with real men, real problems, real solutions. Let's go. All right, good people, we're back at the Brother to Brother Show. I'm your host, K-Mo. I have, I'm really excited um, doing this, this doing this session because we have three phenomenal uh, gentlemen on with us today to speak about a really good topic that uh, we kind of were just talking offline about and said we need to make this into a podcast. So we have uh, CJ, CJ, uh, we have KC, and we have King. And so uh, these brothers are all over uh, the country. And so um, we got a chance to, to speak about um, happiness for, for, for both, making room for him in the house and balancing relationships. So we're going to describe what that really looks like. So basically, um, you know, we want to make sure that both parties in a household are heard. Um, but because we are men and we want to also have our voices heard and have a good conversation around that, healthy conversations around that so we can have po positive outcomes, we wanted to have a conversation around that. So um, anybody can take this. So what does that look like for, for anybody on this call right now uh, when you talk about balance for both? What does that mean to you when you're thinking about that in a household? Well, this is KC. I'll start it off. Um, it looks it it looks like compromise, mm -hmm. and a lot of times compromise has this this stigma uh, that goes along with it. That basically is saying you're not getting what you want. And compromise is, in my opinion, compromise is you know you do everything you want to make your partner happy. And in turn, your partner wants to make you happy, and you both know that. And so it's almost like you have this agreement that each other will be the focus. And sometimes when you have a dilemma or you have a choice to make, hey, do I go out to the game with my boys or do I, you know, hang with my lady or my significant other because... I know they really need the time because, you know, she's going through a difficult moment or she got a big project due tomorrow or something like that and she needs that support. Um, so, you know, staying home and, and supporting her would be the thing to do because that makes her happy and because it makes her happy, that should make you happy. Mm -hmm. Now, that said, we do oftentimes want to be selfish and we... You know, there are things we want, there are things we need, and um, sometimes there, it's either hard to communicate that to someone or the other person is not seeing the, the signs. And so that's when I think sometimes we, we uh, become a little selfish and we begin to do things for ourselves um, without consideration of the other person. So mm -hmm. I'm going to stop there and let, let you guys jump in. And I'll, I'll pick up, uh, this is, uh, this is King. Um, I think you made a good point with compromise. I think it's balancing, uh, selflessness with selflessness. I think that, uh, when you're in a relationship, even more so marriage, 
there has to be a level of, of course, there has to be a level of selfishness in regards to keeping the other person happy and making sure that you're happy as well and everybody in the house is getting what they want. Um, but also, you have to you have to take care of your needs as well, and you have to be at a point. And also, I think in every relationship, you got to be okay with saying what it is you do and you don't want, and taking that time for yourself. And um, I think if you're always, I know for me, for me and my wife, we all each one of us takes our time to do the things that we want to do. And if there's a time where I just need something, I just maybe uh, I just need, I just need like an hour to just be off. And I can get that, but I think you have to you got to balance selfishness and selflessness because you start to you start to look at things a certain way, but you're not putting putting when you're putting your needs as a priority as well. Because you can't always put everything else first, and I think you have to create a balance. But I think that balance comes from each partner knowing that the other person needs that that lead time and needs that need certain things. Like for me, I'm a I'm a big college football fan, and for me. I, I don't exist whenever Michigan plays. And that's, and that's kind of like, and that's, I don't exist whenever Michigan plays. That's, that's the balance. That, but, and my wife understands that. She understands that I have between 12 and 3, um, he's off. And like, or he, that's what, that's what he, that's what he needs. But I also know I can't be like I was in college, just watch college football all day. Because she needs her time. I have a son now, so we need family time. So it's, just, it's, it's striking, it's striking that balance and knowing what your, what are your non-negotiables, setting your non-negotiables in place and balancing that selflessness with selfishness. That's what I would say is key. And on top of having the right partner to understand that. Yeah, uh, and so this is CJ, and I'll say that I agree, you know, agree with these brothers. I mean, I feel like, you know, the, 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 the phrase selfishness and selflessness is so important. And uh, being able to communicate, I think, is core uh, in any relationship or marriage. And, and uh, it's important, you know, as you think of kind of being, um, you know, being a good partner to your wife or to your girlfriend, um, but also not being, not shrinking, I think is a good way for me to say it. Not shrinking in a relationship where you're not taking up adequate space mm. um ultimately uh, and i'll give an example you know if for example you'd like to work out four days or five days a week but it takes you an hour and a half um you know or so to get home two hours to get home to do your full workout then maybe the worst thing is for you to stop working out mm. right yeah. Because you are, you are your best self when you get to do the things that are important to you, right. and you begin you're a better partner when you get to do the things that are important to you. Mm -hmm. um, but when do you choose to do it? And is is it selfish uh, because you take your two hours in the middle of the nighttime routine <laughs> if you got a kid, a little a, a baby, or do you wake up at six a.m. or five a.m. and get your workout in? So that you can keep that balance uh, and and still be available uh, to your to your partner. It's just it's a small example, but it's one example of the need for us, really as men, to not shrink in 
become so uh, selfless in the relationship that we aren't ourselves. We we aren't sort of mm. communicating with other men. We aren't uh, you know doing the things we like to do. I eat you know watch football. Um, I I think it's such an important question. What 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 I found happened at least for me early on uh, in my marriage. Uh, was that I felt like I wanted to be the best husband possible, mm-hmm. the best father possible. So I found myself doing everything I thought I should be to to be those things. But what I didn't realize and didn't understand at the time, at least, was that my wife also needed me to be me. And, mm. and she needed me to be strong, like a strong sort of voice in the marriage and in the household too. And the only way you get that is if you are, um, um, if you're a little bit, if you're a little bit selfish as well, and that you, um, and you that you take up space in the in the relationship. Can we? Um, I want to turn to just a little bit because. Uh, CJ, we talked about it when we were thinking about this topic and you mentioned that sometimes that's why the the topic is what it is, is, you know, how do we make time for him? And, you know, like, what does that really look like when you're this person in your everyday life? Right. You leave home every day and you're 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 treated a certain way. But when you get home, you're not treated like that king and I'm not saying, you know, I think one thing that we've all kind of gotten away from as people of color at one point, we used to really we used to treat each other as so like I I remember when my mom used to say to me, you're a king, you know, you're a king. So you need to, you know, blah, blah, blah. And those things that were very powerful that and I would think that I would need to do the same thing um, absolutely for a woman. And because I have no I have no no resistance towards that at all you know i don't i think that that's what they people need just people in general too right you want to be encouraged by the person that's what you're doing your date in the dating process too but i feel like that has to happen for some reason some of those things probably change at some point but can anybody can tackle that when you feel like you're coming home and you're not seen as the same king that you might have been seen at you know in your daily life Yeah, so this is CJ again. I, I um, you know, I, I'll. It, it's such an important topic, right? And it's such a, an important area of discussion, especially for Black men to 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 be in conversation with each other about. Because I, you know, I wouldn't want to suggest that the expectation should be that we're going to get treated, or even that we would want it to be that we would, we get treated exactly the same way in a, you know, in a work environment for, for men who, you know, like myself, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, doing my thing and certainly ambitious and I, you know, got folks that report to me and I'm running, you know, huge organization. Um, and so when I come home again, earlier on in my, in my marriage, uh, I would come home and be like, almost give, you know, give, give up like, Hey, well, she got the, she got, she got the home situation. So what do you need me to do? (laughs) (laughs) Um, You you want me to stop and get what? Um, (laughs) Almost like, and even when it came to the kids, in my case, I had three little ones. um, 
uh, it was, well, what do you want to do with them for the weekend? Or, you know, um, you know, what kind of cool, you know, um, activities should we do with them for this holiday while they're going to be out of school and just really almost relinquish some of the interest that I had in actually coming up with creative ideas myself and being, you know, walking in the front door and having an opinion about sort of how, you know, how the house was managed and how the bills were paid and, you know, all of that. So I, I say that to say we have as men responsibility to, oh, I'll say it again, to make sure that we are creating space for ourselves mm. and being clear that uh, I have, you know, I have thoughts about how this should go and my, you know, my perspective is just as valid here as it is at work. You know what I mean? Um, I, I think we have to, we have to make space for ourselves and we have to communicate it well in, in any relationship. It's you navigate and compromise. Uh, you know, you, we fortunately are living through a time where black women also have their voice. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you, I'm attracted to strong, you know, strong, strong black women. And, uh, and so I don't necessarily fight that. What I have had to learn how to do is, um, is work it, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and work, work with it in a way that uh, doesn't seem adversarial, but also takes, you know, takes, you know, my voice into consideration in a, you know, a strong way. Yeah, I mean, this is this is KC. I definitely, I definitely agree with that. Because um, the communication part is, is is key, as well as you know, maintaining your own space um, in a in a relationship where you have, you know, two strong personalities, two successful people, or just two motivated parents. And mm. you know, I think sometimes. Um, as a black man, we need to be very deliberate about um, what support looks like mm. from our standpoint. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I'll share with you a, a quick anecdote or a quick story. I was having a conversation with a young lady that's a friend of mine, and I said something that was my opinion. Mm-hmm. I was merely giving my opinion on something. And she took it as me not supporting her were thinking that something that she was going to do was going to succeed. Mm. And at first, I was very defensive. That's not what I meant. Uh, <laughs> but then I understood it from her perspective that if, if you already have this dynamic where you're a strong, successful black woman, I'm a strong, successful black man, when we come together, the way we talk to each other at home is different than the way I talk to people in the office. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes I got to turn that off because, you know, my office persona may be a little coarse than my home persona should be. And so, you know, those are things we got to recognize when we're trying to kind of make space for ourselves that, you know, you're, you might be a different person when you're in your office than when you are when you come home. 
and and how do those people you know how does that persona jive with your your wife your kids and 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 you know are you bringing that self that best self home and and kind of shedding a little bit of that work persona because not you know people don't want to be managed at home <laughs> and whether it's needed or not they don't want to feel like they're being managed yeah. So, but no, I I agree with that. I agree. I think both you guys hit the nail on the head. I won't get a dead horse, but I think that um, in creating space, I think that how we, because the reality of it is, and I think one of both of the brothers on the call that married, but like you're never off. Like there's never like you're you're on all the time. Like when you're at work, you're on. Like if you're in some type of managerial position, you're on because all eyes are on you. When you're at home, the stakes are even the stakes are even higher when you're at home. And you and you kinda have to view it like that because this is this is your family. And I think a lot of times we we put so much in at work that when we get home, we just wanna be off. And we need that off time, but the thing is but how we go about some things at home, you still have to be on. And but how we how we navigate how we navigate that space at home is, is I think is huge because we have to we gotta communicate exactly what it is you need as at the home. The same way your wife is gonna articulate the things that she needs, you have to make sure that you are voicing what it is you need because if you don't, it's going to come out in such ways. I know for me that happened with me. I know I was I wasn't voicing some of the things I needed and when it came out it came out. But versus like if I come home, I'll, I'll have to say, I don't want to be hit with a bunch of different demands when I come home. I, just need, <laughs> I, need, 20, I, need, I need about 30 minutes before you hit me with the list. And just give me 30 minutes before you hit me with the list. And once I settle in, I'm all, I'm all in. Just give, me, give me some time before I begin with the list. And but just being deliberate about the things that you need and carving out your space. The same way that we expect our women to carve out that space, we need to we need to do that as well, but we also that how we do it is important as well because we've all dealt with girlfriends and wives and a perfect message can be lost in translation if it comes across a certain way. So it's just being deliberate about coughing out your space, the things that you need, um, and understanding that when you're home, you still have to strategize how you do that. You can't just be off and just give your wife like the unfiltered version of everything you want because you're on at work with 40 staff members or 10 staff members or anything like that. Yeah. That's a good point. Uh, what I want to pose a question to is like, what is that since, you know, I know we can all ex say we experienced this, but you know, I've heard in the past, well, um, strong women are just, I, I hate even use the word strong. Cause I think all women are strong. Like if you're able to pull a baby out of you, you're strong. I don't know anybody on this call can do that and be like, okay, they can deal with a different level of pain that we can't. And I think that's the what the the, the unique the uniqueness of a woman as opposed to the uniqueness of a man. I'm just gonna put that out there. But when I say like, um, you know, we were raised differently. So um, as as men, especially men on this call, in the sense of, you know, we weren't really taught how to like talk. We weren't really, you know, and then and then we I hear women now uh, will say, well, I want, uh, you know, you shouldn't apologize for certain things. And I believe that, you know, I heard KC say like you shouldn't apologize for, 
you know, us, you having a feeling about something. I'm not saying that you did do that either, but I think I know the situation that you were, you were talking about because we talked about it off, off, offline. But, you know, I think that for men for so long, we never had a voice. And I know women say they've never had a voice, but an emotional voice to say how we felt, if that makes any sense. So I'm hearing every, every guy like talk about like their experience and then how to talk about it, because it's so hard to be that that guy as soon as you walk in the house, because you it's, it's supposed to be to me a sigh of relief when you get home. Right. Um, but just on the choking side, like I've seen guys, you know, you, you stop at the bar, you stop at the park and you, I've seen guys just sitting in their car. I'm like, I don't want to I don't want to be that dude that's not that want to go home, <laughs> you know, like I want to, you know, and hit with a list or whatever that, that that might be. But I think that's just a level of communication that a lot of guys haven't gotten to yet or even know how to start. And I think that's the reason why we're having this conversation. So when we talk about balance and starting that. So what I. Please know we love you, work with us, be with us, and know we're coming from the heart. This is the Brother to Brother Show.